woman continued. I must hug them. Oh, how I should like to have one of them. Uh, That one there, the little bit of a one. Springing down from the carriage, she ran toward the children, took one of the two youngest, that of the two bochets, and lifted it up in her arms. She kissed him passionately on his dirty cheeks, on his frowsy hair daubed with earth, and on his little hands, which he swung vigorously, to get rid of the caresses which displeased him. Then she got up into the carriage again and drove off at a lively trot, but she returned the following week, and seating herself on the ground, took the youngster in her arms, stuffing him with cakes, gave bonbons to all the others, and played with them like a young girl while the husband waited patiently in the frail carriage. She returned again, made the acquaintance of the parents, and reappeared every day with her pockets full of dainties and of pennies. Her name was Madame Henry de Hubois. One morning, on arrival, her husband delighted with her, without stopping with the children— who knew her well, she entered the peasant's cottage. They were busy splitting wood to cook the soup. He straightened up, much surprised, offered chairs, and waited expectantly. Then the woman, in a broken, trembling voice, began, My good people, I have come to see you because I should like— I should like to take your little boy with me. The country people, too stupefied to think, did not answer. She recovered her breath and continued, We are alone, my husband and I. We should keep it. Are you willing? The peasant woman began to understand. She asked, "'You want to take Charlotte from us?' "'Oh, no, indeed.' Then Monsieur de Hubieres intervened. "'My wife has not explained clearly what she means. We wish to adopt him, but he will come back to see you. If he turns out well, as there is every reason to expect, he will be our heir. If we perchance should have children, we will share equally with them. But if he should not reward our care, we should give him, when he comes of age, a sum of twenty thousand francs, which shall be deposited immediately in his name with the notary. As we have thought also of you, we should pay you, until your death, a pension of one hundred francs a month. Have you quite understood me? The woman had arisen furiously. You want me to sell you Charlotte? Oh, no, that's not the sort of thing to ask a mother. Oh, no, that would would be an abomination. The man, grave and deliberate, said nothing approved of what his wife said by a continued nodding of his head. Madame de Hubieres, in dismay, began to weep, and turning to her husband with a voice full of tears, the voice of a child used to having all its wishes gratified, she stammered, "'They will not do it, Henry. They will not do it.' Then he made a last attempt. "'But my friends, think of the child's future, of his happiness, of—' The peasant woman, however, exasperated, cut him short." It's all considered, it's all understood. Get out of this, and don't let me see you here again. The idea of wanting to take away a child like that. Then Madame de Hubieres bethought herself that there were two children.